Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Millicent Rovello, and I am here with my favorite non-botched surgeon, Dr. Jay Calvert. How are you? I, I'm feeling not botched. As a matter of fact, I feel Great. pretty good. Um, I'm not botched because I haven't had a whole lot of plastic surgery yet. Well, as one of your patients, I can verify that you are not a botched surgeon. Good. And uh, hopefully you're not a botched patient. No, that's the whole point. I know. So we That's just, what we're talking about, though. We just completed our 200th episode where we did a little snippet on botched and what it means to be botched. And there was a little mini rant about what that means. I think that was your rant. That was my rant. I know. I always like come down on you. And you're on me you. about the rant. I know. I know. But sometimes a girl has to rant. Um, <laughs> so botched is very much in our lexicon, in our culture. It's a word that gets thrown around a lot because there is a reality TV show about plastic surgeons that treat botched plastic surgery patients, patients that have had plastic surgery in the past and for whatever reason have a botched result. And so the reason this came up for us is because both you and I have had patients come and see us and the first thing they say is, I've been botched. And then you look at their result and you're like, it's fine, actually. It looks fine. But for whatever reason, they don't like their result. Whereas in our world, our plastic surgery world, when we hear the word botched, our eyes widen and we go, oh my gosh, something awful happened. Someone did something just awful and horrible. And we think of it in a much more dramatic term. Absolutely. I mean, I can think of many patients who came and said, oh, I've been botched. And then I look at the result. I'm like, it's fine. It, well, I understand you don't like it, but you're not botched. Yeah. It's just not a result you that you're happy with. Don't like it. Maybe it's not your aesthetic or maybe it wasn't what you were expecting, but nothing wrong happened during the surgery. Right. I, I mean, we all have results that we're not thrilled with. And, sure. I, and I have complications all the time of that course. like just make me go, Ugh. How is this even happening? Yes. You know, I, I just, like, you just go, what, what is this? Why are you having this problem? I did everything the way that I do it all the time. I've got literally thousands of these under my belt. And you are having this problem? Like, really? Why? Like, yeah. what is this? And sometimes things just happen out of our control and you know, a complication happens and it sucks. It sucks for us. It sucks for the patients. It just sucks. Sometimes complications <laughs> just happen. And it does suck. But sometimes I'll it's just that. that the result is maybe not what the patient expected. Maybe they were thought, maybe they thought they were going to get a more dramatic result or change. Maybe they didn't realize the limitations of that given surgery for them. Or maybe the patient did a fine, or I'm sorry, maybe the surgeon did a fine job, but maybe they didn't knock it out of the park like the patient expected. Totally. I and mean, that happens. Those are all totally normal experiences. It doesn't mean that you are botched. So I'd like to bring up 
patients that have come in saying they're botched and they weren't. And then I'd also like to then look at patients that came and said I was botched and they were botched. They actually had surgery that was not correct or didn't go well. And we can pick your favorite operation. I mean, I can think of many in both categories, quite honestly, because many people come to me and to you as the fixers of plastic surgery. That That's what I made my name as in Beverly Hills. I, I, I came there thinking revision plastic surgery is my, my entree into a community where, you know, there's a lot of people that are really good, but not a lot of people are focusing on the revisions. Right. So maybe what we can do is kind of go through a couple examples of patients that came to us and said they were botched and they weren't, and then patients that came and definitely were. So the one that leaps to mind for me, and there are many like this, is a rhinoplasty patient. And she's a Russian model. And she came in to me and she said, oh, I need a revision rhinoplasty. And I saw her and she said, oh, you know, da, 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 and I need this, I need that. I go, sure, this is how I fix it. I, you know, I've had rhinoplasty. I'm not happy with the result. Yeah, this is how I'd fix it. Okay. And then she goes away. And then a year later, she comes back. She goes, well, I had revision surgery and this is my result. And I am not happy. It's this, that, and the other thing, and there's a dent here, and this, and my tip is still going to the left, and he didn't fix this, and he didn't fix that. I need it fixed. And I was like, okay, this is how I'd fix that. You know, it would have been easier before. We could have done that, da 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 And this is what it costs, et cetera. Oh, it's too expensive. I can't do it. And she goes away. A year later, she comes back. Oh, well, yeah. I had it fixed, and, I, you know, this is the result, and I'm so not happy. And I was like... Okay, you know, now you're here again. You've now had three operations and you aren't happy. And again, this is how I fix it. She goes, well, I'm botched at this point. You know, this doctor botched me and I'm looking at her nose. and I'm like, look, you have a good result. And she goes, well, so-and-so did it. And I was like, okay. I go, and by the way, did you look at his website before you went to him? She's like, yeah, I did. I go, and did you see the way that he makes noses? And she goes, yeah, absolutely. I go, okay. So have you looked at your nose <laughs> and looked at those noses on his website? Because that's what he does. You got that operation. You might be on the website. <laughs> absolutely, because I'm sure this surgeon, who is extremely competent, was like, I nailed it. Right. But she is not botched. That is a patient who is not happy with her result because she didn't go to the surgeon that was going to generate the result for her that she was looking for. And that, I believe, is just a miscommunication. It's on the patient to pick the surgeon who's before and afters you like because that's what you get. That's what you're going to get. That's what you get? Yeah. No, and that's a thousand percent. That is not botched. That's just an unhappy patient for XYZ factors. Not a bad operation. Right. Nose look fine. Okay. So what is a botched nose then? When someone comes to you and says they've been botched and you look at them and you go, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So I had a patient like this recently, had one operation. She had had a big hump and she had a droopy tip and she comes in and the bridge is twisted. The tip is still droopy. It's off to one side. Uh, there's a, you know, like a massive curve. The airway's not good. And pretty much everything about the operation was underdone. It mm. wasn't that it was like, it, it just like there, 
like it was unfinished. It was like it was 23% finished. Ooh. So, because I see the before. That's not even close. See, right. And I'm like, I'm like, what happened here? Like you needed more, like you had to keep going. Like the surgery wasn't it, done. It wasn't finished yet. And so is that botched? Yeah, I think it is because it was a, it was an error in diagnosis and planning. So that is a surgical problem. It's a technical surgical issue. It wasn't that the operation was performed incorrectly. It was that it was just not performed at all. Mm. And so that's where I kind of look at it and I go, yeah, that's botched because it, it's a, it's a surgeon problem. The other patient who didn't like a result, it's like, okay, well, you kind of got a great operation, like everything's symmetric and as much as it can be. And it's, right. you know, the dorsal aesthetic lines are good. And yeah, the nose is, you know, short and the tip is rounded and whatever, but that's like kind of what they do. That's what they do. That's what they do. And if you look on the website, that's it. That's what you're right. going to get. So there's, so there's different, you know, sort of categories here. There is the unhappy patient that just doesn't like the result, but the surgery was technically fine. Then there's the category of patients that had a technically fine or technically great surgery, but maybe had a complication. That's another. That created that's a whole different animal. A problem, but they're not botched. But I think you said it well. Botched is kind of a surgical error or, it's an or error incompletion. In yeah, like something happened that just didn't lend itself to the right outcome, but um, not because there's a complication or just because the patient doesn't like it. Right. So that's kind of the way that I see it is that when somebody is botched, it's because the, you know, and, and I say this all the time about my own operations. I'm the last person to sit there and say, I do everything right all the time, day in and day out. That is not true. That's impossible. It's impossible. So what I say is when things didn't go right, there was some sort of technical issue. It wasn't planned right. The diagnosis wasn't there. It wasn't executed properly. Whatever it is, the surgeon needed to be better that day and better how, like, well, that's up for debate. Let's talk about it. But I really think that, that surgery will get better for everyone when surgeons step up and own the problems that are created by these operations when not performed absolutely to their best of their abilities or to the best of their diagnostic capabilities. It's a technical issue. And, right. I, and, I, and I don't say that like, you know, these people mean like it's not it's it, it's just reality of surgery for God's sake. It is no, no it, one's it going to be perfect or no. like a hundred percent every single day they walk into the OR. Sometimes there are going to be days when things just don't go right. Of course, and I I think um, as uh, surgeons in general, I mean that's sort of ingrained in our nature. We have what's called M and M's as we go through training, morbidity and mortality conferences, where every week. We have to get up there and present everything that went wrong on our service and what the problem was and how in the future that problem could be, you know, prevented. And I think that that's important to carry through even once we are out of training, like evaluating our results, because we're all going to have problems as we go through our practice. It's inherent in being a human being that we're going to have issues. And to just be able to analyze it and be like, okay, I could have been better that day and this is what I'm going to do to fix that going forward. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, you know, we're human. And I think the best surgeons that I know check their ego at the door when they walk into the OR. They, they just, you put your ego aside and you are there for your patient in every 
bit of your human capacity to do the best job that you can. And that's where, that's where I think the rubber meets the road and how you get better is, you know, are you giving everything you can to this patient and are you giving them your all? And how you do that looks really different for a lot of people. You right. know, it's like, and, and have you, and are you learning and have you learned from you know previous mistakes? Of course. That's, that is how one gets better. And, and it's really important because the, the concept of always learning, always improving, always getting better, like that, that has got to be part of your surgical mantra. You have to be in there to be awesome for your patients. You want to just, you want to give everything that you have to, to those operations. And, you know, I see it in my own work. I, I mean, I've done seven primary rhinoplasties this week and each one just, it's another opportunity to be better. It's another opportunity to be better. And I want to be better every single time. And that counts for a lot. Does it mean that every result's going to be amazing? No, it doesn't. Do I sit there and look at things and I go, like, God, you know, I, I wish I could get this, but boy, I don't, the cartilage isn't the right, you know, this face isn't moving the right direction. Like there's something like they're so heavy through here and boy, these glands I should take, like, there's so many things that come up for us that make us go, oh, this anatomy, this situation, the way that this is built, it's just, it's really frustrating. There are days like that. <laughs> there are right? definitely days like that where you want to be so excellent and something is is blocking your your way. I think in in my world, you know, I do a lot of breast. Um, we both do, um, but I get definitely get a lot of revision breast. That's your thing. And I had a patient come in and say, "Classic opener. I've been botched. I had surgery six weeks ago, by the way, which is pretty early." <laughs> I just had surgery six weeks ago, and I am mutilated. And so the story is she went in for a primary breast augmentation, and the story wasn't exactly clear on whether or not someone told her she needed a lift or she didn't, but for whatever reason, she did not get a lift at the time of her augmentation. And I think the patient might have, I don't know, she just didn't want it or wasn't told it was an option or the surgeon didn't want to do it. Maybe they should have done it. The result was fine, but the fact is she was left with breasts that were larger, but not necessarily pretty. Mm. You know, they were okay. Could they have been a little bit higher? She thought she was getting an implant and that her breasts were going to be perky and up to her collarbone and going to look amazing because that's what happens when you get an implant. And no one told her that if you don't do a lift, they're still going to be kind of saggy. They're just going to be larger. So it wasn't that the job was done poorly. I think there was just a miscommunication about what the results were going to be with just an implant. So she needed a little bit different surgery and now she needs a lift, but she wasn't botched. She had a fine surgery. The results were just maybe not what she was expecting. And I think it was a, a communication issue between her and the surgeon. Right. That, But that's not a bad operation. It's not bad. The surgery went fine. There were no issues. It was technically fine, but the results could have been better, you know, if some things had a been different done operation. differently. Right. Right. That's not botched. It's fixable. Like there are, just do the lift. She'll be fine. The next patient I had came in. She had a breast augmentation. She had a lift, but the implants were way too large for her. And she said, I never wanted to be this large. I thought we talked about putting in a 450 cc's. I came out with 650 cc's. And she's a tiny girl. Like, that's a huge difference. 
the folds, the IMF, where the, the bottom of the breast is supposed to sit, had been obliterated. Oh, her implants were almost ouch. down to her belly button. Like, there were so many technical problems. Right. It wasn't that it was a miscommunication. She'd been very specific about what she wanted to look like. Right. And she came out with implants that were so much larger than what she asked for. And they were in the completely wrong position. Not even like a little bit. Like Watched. by a lot. By like inches. They were sitting in the wrong position. The normal anatomy had been obliterated. That's a botched patient. Right. So when she comes in and says, I've been botched, I say, ooh, I don't want to agree with you because I hate to say that, but... You're botched. We have a problem here. So that's a much bigger problem. And then you go in and you fix it and you do everything you need to do and she's great and she's fine now, but that's a botched patient. So that is sort of the difference between, eh, I don't like my result. Maybe that wasn't the right surgery for me and Houston, we have a problem. Right, and you know, I think... For patients who are listening to this, I mean, you have to understand like that, you know, you want to, you want to get the best results you can, right? So when things aren't right, exploring how to get there is important. I always feel like you should go back to your surgeon, kind of talk to them about yes, it first. Yes, a thousand percent. And, and the patient that came to me six weeks after her surgery, right? like go back to your surgeon. Like, and by the way, things are still going to change. Those implants are going to fall. They're going to settle. You're going to have a different result in three months, six months, a year. Right. So as hard as it is, and it's really hard to like knock it on the Google, to knock it in your own head about your results, because sometimes you will end up with a beautiful result at six weeks, three months. That looks a little wonky at two weeks, four weeks. So sometimes things do just need to settle. So being in communication with your original plastic surgeon, who knows what they did, who knows what the outcome is supposed to look like, is super important because they have more information than we do. They were there at the time of surgery. That's right. They, they know what happened. They know what they were looking at. They know what obstacles were there. So stay with them, you know, until you really just feel like you can't trust them or there's been a breach of, of trust. But- Six weeks is way too soon to determine, you know, whether or not something's right or not. 100%. And I think that's really the difference is, you know, you, you've got to explore it with your surgeon first. You really do. Because they, they were there. They, they were did there. the operation. And, you know, you want to get as much as you can out of the situation. And if they can fix it, great. And if you're not confident, fine. Then find yourself a revision surgeon. They're out there. Right. A thousand percent. Well, Dr. Ravello, thank you for differentiating botched versus not botched. This for patient us. is not. We should probably like say what that comes from because we do that right. like all the time. No, it's totally a Borat thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're not just being like weirdos. Yeah, this is a this is a not joke from the Borat movie where this is not a botched patient. Correct. Um, but that's not how the joke should go. Anyway, the um, and it's not a joke when people are botched. It's no. a big flipping no, problem, isn't it? It is. It is because it is. you know often the fixes are not easy. They're not that easy. That case you just described, nightmare. Not easy, and the results are not guaranteed, and there may be future revisions. So it is. It is a problem. Yes, it, it is. is. A problem. Well. So try to avoid being botched. Go to a board-certified plastic surgeon to get your surgery. Little plug. Check out the, you know, American Board of Plastic Surgeons or just 
come to Beverly Hills to us and we'll take care of you. Anything else? Nope, that's it. Then this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. If you like what you heard on the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast and want to get in touch with either Dr. Ravello or myself, this is how to do it. You can reach me at the website, ravelloplasticsurgery.com. You can reach out to the office directly through the website with any questions or consult requests, or you can call the office directly at 310-954-1355. And you can reach me on Instagram at Ravello Plastic Surgery. And to reach me, the phone number is 310-777-8800. My website is drcalvert.com, drcalvert.com. Instagram, Dr. J. Calvert. And of course, you may want to check out our YouTube channel for the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast, which is simply that, Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Hope to see you all in the office very soon. Bye.